right. Hello and welcome to the next and newest episode of Raging Witchcraft, the podcast. I am your host, Sid, as usual. Um, and I'm not going to lie to you guys. I have sat here recording. I think that this is like my fifth time recording this podcast because each topic that I started talking about, I just, I didn't want to talk about it. And it's crazy because it might just be me or it might just be the concept of recording a podcast that I, I have to enjoy what I'm talking about or have a lot to say about it or have a strong opinion on it to keep talking about it. Like granted, some of these topics that I, you know, went through and didn't end up, you know, obviously posting it might be talked about later on. But right now I'm in the mood to talk about why the fuck does everybody use witchcraft for everything? And we're going to kind of get into the whole mundane before magic type deal, whatever the fuck you want to explain, like whatever you want to call it, because it pisses me off. I'm not going to lie. It pisses me off because people literally use magic for absolutely everything when magic isn't even the answer to it and they just do it anyway and you waste your energy and put energy out that you're not going to fucking get back because God forbid you're not resting or recharging yourself and you're just fucked. You're all around fucked because you're not thinking about the mundane before it. And I have seen this so much, so, 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 so much in my time of being a witch, in my time of being on witch talk, in my time of communicating with different people and meeting new people and talking to these people and etc. I have seen it so much and Next week, we actually are going to be having a guest, one of my good friends, Mercedes, um, and we're going to be talking about morals and baneful magic. So if I start kind of getting on that subject and I like kind of veer off, it's because I want to save all of those opinions for that episode. But either way, um, it's just, it, it, it makes me mad. It makes me mad. There's some things that, okay, yeah, magic can always suffice for it. But there's other things that are like, what the fuck? Why the fuck did you waste your energy and do a spell on that? Because it's not even a magical thing. Like, it's a mundane answer. It's not even magic. And that's where mundane before magic comes in. Because when it comes down to mundane before magic, and I know that I've talked about this in podcasts previously and episodes before this, but we're going to talk about it again because people still don't understand and I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I was guilty of this. In the beginning of my practice, when I was actually like in a space, in an open space where I was able to practice freely and just enjoy myself, it was really hard for me to get out of the mindset of you don't need to do magic for everything. You don't need to do a spell for everything. You don't need to pull cards on everything. And a couple of these things, some of my friends had to literally like not not literally, but more so figuratively, slap me in the fucking face and be like, bitch, stop. Stop doing spells for this. Stop pulling cards for things like this because it's not even just spell work. It's not even just spell work. There have been times where I've genuinely, like I've pulled cards on, um, I can't even give you a good example without making myself sound really stupid, so I'm not, but... (laughs) There have been times where I've pulled cards on really stupid shit that wasn't where it wasn't a question that the cards could give me an answer to, but more so like mundane life, human life, if you want me to specify, human life would rather give me an answer to and make more sense of and just 
be able to figure things out rather than pulling a damn card that's not going to tell me what I need to know or wh- what I want to know or whatever it may be. And it makes me really sad. And this kind of goes into like, this goes into a lot of things, to be honest. Like there, there was someone that I knew. I'll tell y'all a story. I'm going to tell y'all a story. There was someone that I knew that I used to be friends with that I am no longer friends with anymore. Um, um, a friend of mine actually sent me a video. Now, you guys know that I don't have TikTok anymore, blah, blah, blah. But people can still send me videos if you, like, copy the link or whatever it may be. Like, you can still send me the video and I can still see it. And it was this girl doing um, a baneful spell. Because of the fact that someone had said something about her behind her back that she's no longer friends with, I guess. And it was a whole fucking thing. And now I know that on Witch Talk, I know that on Witch Talk, a lot of shit can be fake. A lot of shit can be staged. A lot of shit can be for the camera and not for, you know, someone's actual practice. And I, I get it. I do. And that's another thing is like, we're going to kind of veer off real quick, but like, that's another thing that irritates the absolute fucking shit out of me because it's like, not only are you wasting herbs and tools and supplies and whatever it may be on, you know, making something look good for the camera that actually isn't a real spell and, um, just doing it for the views and for the clout, because there's a really big difference between, doing something for the views and the clout versus like, you know, using herbs and doing, um, a mock spell for teaching purposes. Cause I, I'll admit like for my Patreon, I do do a lot of mock spells. Um, some of the spells are real and true. And for those spells, I never, ever, 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 ever post every single thing I use. I usually leave like one or two things out. Um, But for the mock spells, it's a little bit different because with the mock spell, I'm not actually doing it. Um, And, you know, I still use the candles. I never light them. If it's a mock spell, I do not light the candles because I don't want to, you know, put that energy into it because it's not what it's for. Um, But I do use herbs. I do use crystals. I do use tarot cards or whatever the case may be. Like mock spells are for teaching purposes and it's, it's a thing. And there's a really big difference between doing a mock spell and using herbs and stuff that, you know, doesn't really have any intention or energy into versus wasting herbs and supplies and whatnot for the camera and to make yourself look good. Now, I don't know if this was real or not. The energy I got from it was that kind of like, this is really mediocre kind of feeling because a lot of us know that even in videos especially like as a psychic medium I can pick up on a lot of things and um even in videos I can sense the energy like um (laughs) it's funny because I'll have friends actually send me shit and send me videos and be like how do you feel about this or what do you get from this or whatever the case may be because they're like I don't know if I should like actually trust this person as a witch or if I should just kind of unfollow them or like stay away from them or keep my distance or whatever it may be but it was one of those like this is really mediocre like granted I get some energy off of it but I really don't get shit I don't get any scary energy I'm not scared of this person I'm not scared of this video I'm not scared of this spell I'm not worried I'm not and it could be granted Okay, for those of you who are like, well, I, huh, it could be, yes, it could be just the fact that it wasn't directed towards me. And that is 
that's another thing. But at the end of the day, like when I sit here and I try to pick up on energy, especially when that energy is being put out, whether it be to the target or not, I can pick up on it. And it, like, again, it was one of those feelings of like, this is just really mediocre. Like I'm not really getting anything from this. I can feel the energy. But at the end of the day, like there's really not much for this. And it really just seemed like one of those like, this is for the cam- camera. I want people to be scared of me and I want people to not fuck with me or try me or whatever it may be. So I'm going to post this and, you know, say what I used, but say that I didn't use everything and show all of these things and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And just, it really, it was really confusing because I'm like, you know, when it comes down to witch talk again, you never know. You really, you, you never know. And I just, I don't know. I just, I, when I saw that, I'm like, cause I, I knew this person. I knew this person and did it get them the views and the clout that they wanted? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Cause even when I, you know, even though I don't have TikTok, I can still watch videos and see the amount of likes or the amount of comments or whatever it may be. And yeah, they got what they wanted. But at the end of the day, like, as a witch who picks up on a lot of shit and who does this shit for friends where my friends will send me videos of, you know, their own spell work and be like, um, I don't really know how I feel. It could just be my chaotic energy or whatever it may be. But what do you feel from this? And as a, as a person who is trusted to tell, like, what I get, what kind of energy I pick up, that says something. That says something. And... It was a prime example of, okay, yeah, someone was talking about you, but, like, did you just waste all of that energy and waste all of that herbs and supplies and whatever because you wanted to look like a bad bitch and instead of doing the mundane and handling it mundanely and saying something, you just went straight to magic and magic actually wasn't needed and it's not even going to work, so you just wasted all that time and energy? And this is what I'm talking about because... A lot of people do this and a lot of people get into witchcraft because they're like, oh, well, I can do a love spell or I can do baneful magic and I can fuck this person's life up and whatever it may be. And it's like, no, no. As someone who has been in this position, personally, I have done spell work, whether it be normal magic or um, baneful magic, I have done spell work and it not even fucking go through. Why? Because magic isn't what was needed. What was needed was mundane. What was needed was my voice, was my boundaries. Those things are not magical. You create your boundaries. Granted, yes, we are all spiritual beings, but at the end of the day, we are also on earth and we are also humans. We have human emotions. We have human reactions. We have human behaviors. We are human. So the fact that a lot of you are sitting here and being like, oh, well, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to jump to spell work and not even not even do divination to see if it's a mundane answer or not and just jump to that magic and jump to doing that spell where it doesn't even work. But then you're like, at the end of the day, it looked good for the clout, right? It looked good in a video, right? No. 
And I know that you guys see on my Instagram that I do, I post a lot of reels and I post a lot of pictures of spell work. And that's because I have a lot of time. I do a lot of spells for Patreon. I do a lot of spells for myself. I do a lot of spells for friends. I do a lot of spells for clients, which my spells are still on sale, you guys. Custom spell work and spell work packages are still on sale. So if you guys are interested, go get it because it's only on sale till the 31st. But it's like a lot of the spells that I do, some of the spells, granted, yeah, you'll look at it and you'll you'll be like, I'm not getting anything from this. Why? Maybe it's because it's for Patreon and it's actually a mock spell. Not all of my spell work that I post is intentional spell work. Some of it, yeah, it's mock spells. And you're not going to get anything off of it because there's nothing to get off of it. And that's okay. But for people to sit here and boast about, oh, well, I'm a witch and I'm doing this and I have a poppet and I have screws and I have this herb and I have this kind of water and I have, you know, uh, just I live around this and I live near a river and I can go put your name in the river or whatever it may be. And it's like... Why do you guys literally threaten people when in reality, it's like you're also threatening your own energy? And now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a sip to that concept because y'all don't listen to that. You're literally threatening your own energy because number one, if spell work isn't needed or number two, if it's literally just you trying to scare somebody You're threatening your own energy in a way of once you put that out into the universe, your energy, your psyche, your higher self is going to be like, oh, well, that's not needed, but we're going to conjure up the energy for you to do it anyway because you literally just said it out loud and you just put put it into the universe and we're just going to prepare for it. And then what happens with that energy? It gets used in a way that's unwise. That energy is literally you using that to your quote-unquote advantage. Now, witchcraft is not an advantage, y'all. Granted, we can do some amazing shit with witchcraft and with spell work and magic. Amazing shit. But you know what else you can do with that? You can do healing. You can do healing. And it's funny because it's always the people who act like that, who boast about their magic or post all their baneful shit because this or that, the fucking third, that are the ones that need the most healing, are the ones that have the most inner child and inner child trauma and shadow self shit that needs to be healed that hasn't been healed yet. And I know that I've explained it in my um, my episodes before, but like people don't realize that your inner child and your shadow self go hand in hand. And when it comes down to your inner child and your shadow self, a lot of the situations and trauma that you've dealt with as an inner child, granted, those things your inner child holds on to. That situ- those situations and that trauma, your inner child holds on to. But the emotions, the feelings, the behaviors that stem from those situations and, and the trauma get pushed aside to your shadow self because as a child or growing up, you didn't know how to deal with it. So those are the things that are stuck up in your shadow self. And when it comes down to your, ch- your shadow self, it's like a glass of water. And again, this is, this is probably something that I've explained before too. But it's something that I talk to um, my clients about quite often. Because your shadow self is really like a glass of water. That glass can only hold so much water before it overflows, right? So it's like every time you put a feeling or emotion, behavior, habit, whatever it may be into your shadow self, every time you brush something aside to your shadow self, 
that's a little bit more water that's poured into that glass. And over time, if it's not dealt with, if it's not tended to, if it's not healed, that glass is going to overflow. And what does that mean for you? That means that those emotions, healings, feelings, behaviors, habits, whatever, are going to start seeping out into your day-to-day life and cause people to see a shift in you and cause certain habits to pop back up and cause you to act a certain way and cause you to have a certain attitude towards things. And it's like, a lot of the time we don't realize these things because it's like, oh, you know, I've, you know, felt this before and, you know, it's something that it's not foreign to me to where you're like, okay, I'm fine. It's cool. Maybe I'm just going through a depressive moment or maybe I'm just manic or whatever the case may be. And that's like a lot of the time we do tend to mistake our um, habits, feelings, emotions, blah, blah, blah to our mental health. And granted, yeah, mental health plays a big part in us because again, we are human. But at the end of the day, you have to, you know, realize that we have to decipher that some things are literally spiritual. Some things are and some things aren't. But it comes down to differentiating it. It comes down to figuring out what is and what isn't. And it plays a big part, especially as adults and older people, because now that we have the mental capacity and um, not responsibilities, but more, um, what's the word? What is the word? I can't think of the word, but just, I guess, mindset is like the best way I can explain it. Like now that we have that mental capacity and that mindset to where we are able to understand these emotions and these feelings, like when they start seeping out, it's really important for us to work on that. Because a lot of us are like, you know what? Fuck it. I've felt this before. It's fine. Again, blaming it on something that it's actually not and being like, okay. And then all of a sudden... You're boasting about doing shit that doesn't need to be done. And again, as somebody who has wasted their time and energy doing spell work that didn't need to be done. I've done happiness spells that didn't need to be done. Um, I've done baneful spells that didn't need to be done. I've done road opener spells that didn't need to be done. Because a lot of that stuff was literally me. It was my mindset. It was how I spoke to myself. It was how I, like, the opinion that I had on myself played a big, big part. And I didn't realize it until I started noticing that pattern of, okay, well, this isn't working, or that's not working, or this isn't working, or whatever. And I realized, I was like, you know what? It's not magical. It's me. Human-wise, it's me. Mundane-wise, it's me. I need to work on this and do it in a way where it's mundane and not magical. Magic is not going to fix everything. And y'all need to understand that. Magic is not going to fix everything. You can, and it's like, it's like this concept, the concept of love magic and love spells, right? Where, and I tell people this all the time who come to me and who are like, you know, who are like, oh, I want to do a relationship spell or I want my ex to come back to me or whatever it may be or I want to rekindle love or the spark in my relationship. And it's like, this is why I offer consultations because I'm like, 
first of all, you're going to need me to pull some cards to find out if this is even going to work because no, I'm not going to make you waste your money. And I'm also gonna not going to waste my energy doing a spell for you, for a client that's not going to work. And when it comes to love spells, it's like the concept of it is if you do a love spell, if there is no love there, it's not going to work. There needs to be a love and passion on both ends for something like that to work. If there is nothing on their side but everything on your side, it's not going to work because, yeah, you have that love and passion, but they don't. And I'm pulling strings and pulling that love out and that passion out where it's not even there. So why am I going to do that? Why am I going to waste that energy, you know? So that's another thing that needs to be talked about more is that magic is not going to fix everything for you. Granted, yeah, it helps with a lot of stuff. But you also have to put into perspective that a lot of the magic that we do, if not all, calls for that mundane effort. If you do a money spell and you get extra hours at work and you don't take them, fuck no, your spell's not going to work because guess what? That spell, put that out into the universe. That intention was put out into the universe. The universe was like, you know what? Hey, we're going to give you some extra hours so you can make some extra money that you didn't expect in your paycheck this week. And you didn't take it. The next time you do a spell for something along the lines of the same thing, it's not going to work. Because the universe was like, well, you didn't put that mundane effort in the first time. Why the fuck am I going to you know, think that you're going to do it the second time? And that's really important to think about because... Mundane before magic, always. Personally, with myself, if I want to do a spell that pertains to something other than protection or cleansing or warding or banishing or whatever it may be, I pull cards. I do divination. Um, and I ask, like, if I do this spell, is it worth it? Is this spell needed? Is this spell something that will go through? Is this spell something that isn't needed? It's really important to just make sure. And a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people don't make sure. And it's really important to do it because even just not last week, but the week before, we were talking about self-care and how with what we do in witchcraft, like your energy gets drained very, very easily. And... It's a thing like it, you have to understand your energy is going to drain a lot faster if you're doing spell work that's not needed or not necessary. And people do, when it comes to the people who start practicing for the aesthetic of it or for the wrong reasons, like, oh, you know, I just want to practice witchcraft because now I can fix my life or I can you know, get my ex back or I can um, fuck this person up or whatever it may be. Like your mind, your mindset, your head is not in the right place. And the universe sees that and your spiritual team sees that. They're not, they're literally going to block off whatever you're putting out because guess what? You do not have the right intentions. You're doing it because you can, not because you want to. And there's a big, there's a big difference. So say that I do a, for example, like a peace and tranquility spell. And it's because I've been feeling down and out. But it's because I'm a witch. I know I can fucking do it. 
and it's going to fix everything, right? So I go ahead and do the spell. Is it going to work? No, no. But if I want to do that spell and I'm like, you know what? I feel very down and out. I feel like this is going to help. And, you know, I want to take my time and put my energy and my intention and focus into this because I feel like maybe this might make a difference. There's a big difference there, you guys. There is a big difference. So, for example, I want to do a protection spell tonight. So we're going to ask my cards right now if I need to do a protection spell. Because I've done about two or three protections in the last, like, week. So you never know. It's a new moon. I did a cleansing last night. I'm doing a banishment right now. You never know. Can I Do, do I need a protection spell? Or am I going to sit here and I waste my energy when it's not even needed? So do I... Do I need to do a protection spell tonight? Yes or no? Do I need a protection spell? Ten of swords, which is a no. Bottom of the deck is the lovers reversed and the top of the deck is the two of swords reversed. Those are all no's. So no, I don't need it. But if you're really wondering and you're like, mm, maybe I should rephrase that. Is a protection spell necessary? Is another protection spell necessary? another protection spell queen of cups reversed you guys <sighs> will of fortune and the ace of cups reversed on the bottom again a no and what would happen if i didn't ask and i just went ahead with it granted yeah i'm tired i'm exhausted i'm drained but if i needed to do a protection i would conjure up the fucking energy i'd go outside in this goddamn windstorm and i would ground myself and focus and be like you know what let's do this but i don't need one so if I were to do it anyways, what would happen? I would literally just be even more drained and more exhausted and more like tired than I needed to be because I don't need to do it. And I'm going to stress to you guys the importance of doing divination before spell work. And a lot of people don't do this. And, you know, practice is personal. If you don't want to do this, that is perfectly fine. That is on you. But... I'm just putting it out there that doing divination, pulling a card or using your pendulum or scrying or whatever it may be that you like to do on if you should spend the time and energy to do whatever spell you want to do, it's very, 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 very helpful because that way you're not wasting your energy. And not only that, on top of that, so I didn't do it just now, but... A lot of the time when you pull cards on sh on stuff like that, it's also a good idea to translate those cards and be like, why am I being told yes? Or why am I being told no? Because a lot of the time I've literally gotten answers, but like I've done divination before wanting to do spell work and gotten a no. But in those cards that said no was a translation of this is not magical. This is mundane. So not only do you not need to waste your time and energy, but if you do, it's not even going to work, period, because it's not a magical thing. Witchcraft is an amazing thing, you guys. But y'all have to learn how to use it in a way where it benefits you rather than fuck you up. Because I've seen it all too much. And again, I am not perfect. In the beginning of my practice, I was doing spells for fucking everything. Did 90% of them work? No. 
No, they didn't. Until I learned and got in that mindset of, oh shit. <laughs> of course not, because it, it, it wasn't needed or it was mundane, you know? So <sighs> I'm going to do a reading for you guys because I have my cards in front of me. Because I think I'm done with my rant. And it's also a new moon. So I'm going to do this lovely little reading for y'all. And figure out what the collective's new moon energy is. Alright, we're going to end this off on a good note. We're going to stop ranting. We're going to stop being very opinionated. And we are going to end this off on a good note. Alright? So... What is the collective energy for this Capricorn new moon? got our first card okay I like where this is going I like where this is going we're gonna pull just one final card ah ha ha I knew I liked where it was going with judgment on the bottom and ten of wands reverse on the top all right so we have the king of cups the Page of Pentacles reversed, the Five of Cups reversed, the Seven of Wands, and the Hierophant. And I got a little, I'm not going to lie, y'all, I got a little nervous when I saw the Page of Pentacles reversed, but, but it's okay. Because starting off with the King of Cups, so the Suit of Cups has a lot to do with compassion and love and care and generosity and just kindness and treating oneself with kindness, treating others with kindness, being compassionate and almost in a way of like just enjoying the relationships that you have around you and the relationship that you also have with yourself. Now, this Capricorn new moon is especially not only because of the fact that it's the last one of the year, the last new moon of the year, but and during the winter solstice at that. Um, but this Capricorn new moon is all about things being like things coming to an end and then new things starting from that. So it's like things coming to an end to where you are creating space within yourself and within your energy to accept the new things and new possibilities, opportunities, beginnings, etc. that are coming your way. So with the King of Cups, this is telling you to treat yourself with grace during this time because there's going to be a few things that are going to be brought into light or that are going to become more clear to you or people are going to show their true colors. And it's going to be up to you to figure out, okay, you know, is this something that I need to keep in my space or is this something that I need to get rid of? And that not only goes for, you know, outside people and situations, but it also comes comes down to internal things where it might be behaviors or habits. 
So it's just treating yourself with grace during this time because you're going to need to be in a mindset where you're more calm and more at peace in order to focus on the bigger picture rather than focus on the material things. And with the Page of Pentacles and the Five of Cups reversed, there are going to be some opportunities that are not going to come forward to you. There are going to be some things that you were hoping for or looking forward to that are not going to come to your space. But it's really important to remind yourself that if these things didn't come to your space or come to your energy or your bubble or whatever you want to call it, it's because these things weren't meant to do it. It's because they weren't meant for you at this time or just at all, period. It's because... You have to save your space for more important things right now rather than what you were wanting. And not only that, but with the five of cups reversed, this is like, okay, you have to rethink your mindset. Are you being materialistic with some things that you were hoping for? Are you, you know, looking forward to certain things with the wrong intentions? Are you becoming unfocused because you're expecting it rather than, you know, putting that effort and energy out into the universe and doing your work and doing the work that needs to be done in order to have these things come to you? So that reevaluation and that introspection is really important during this time. And then with the seven of wands and the hierophant, the seven of wands is like, you have the willpower you have the mindset, you have the motivation to keep fighting for yourself and to keep fighting for the opportunities and the just your boundaries, your self-respect, all of these things, because especially with the Hierophant, conformity and compassion. So kind of going back to the King of Cups, I really love this because not only is compassion a key word with the King of, Cu- King of Cups, but it's also a key word with the Hierophant. So on top of treating yourself with grace, treat yourself with grace while you put in the effort and put in the work and put in the time and put in the energy to get what you want. Because a lot of that work and a lot of that effort is internal rather than external. And that comes down to self-discipline and self-respect. Because those are really, those two things are really, really big for you especially with the judgment card because that self-respect especially is really going to decipher what comes to you and what comes to your space versus what doesn't and what keeps you know being blocked off and then with the judgment card and the ten of wands reversed you're gonna have your downs and that's okay that's completely normal life is a wavelength your progression your growth is a wavelength It's not a straight line. You're going to have your ups just as much as you're going to have your downs. And that is okay and that is valid. But it's about how you balance yourself out in order to improve yourself rather than treating yourself like absolute shit because something didn't work out for once. And just because something didn't work out now does not mean that it's not ever going to work out. It just means reevaluate yourself and try again in a different way. So that is you guys' New Moon Collective. I hope that resonated with some of you, most of you, if not all of you. Um, While we are here, I do want to mention that I am still having a sale on my readings, um, if you guys were interested. Um, That was a little bit more of an in-depth reading, but not as in-depth as like my actual readings. And I just split the deck and guess what card came out? The High Priestess. Listen to yourself, you guys. Listen to your gut. Listen to your intuition. 
your mindset, your conscious, your higher self, they're all trying to tell you things in order to help you and help you advance and progress. But it, it comes down to you grounding yourself and focusing enough to listen. Listen to yourselves because it's really important. It's really important. But yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed that reading. Um, and like I said, next week we're going to have a guest and we are going to be talking about morals and baneful magic and just kind of having a whole little quarrel about all of that. So that sounds really fun and I'm really excited for that. Um, but yeah, so I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I know I ranted for a little bit less than I usually do, but I am glad that I was able to end this off with a good reading for you guys. And I hope that it was a good reminder of a lot of things for those of you who needed it. Um, but yeah, so other than that, I appreciate every single one of you who listen and I will talk to you guys next week. All right. Blessed be happy new moon and blessed winter solstice.